Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when it comes to the show. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast. Yes, I did not stutter. We are back. We are back. We had a busy fall and winter, but we are back to get you going for the 2023 PGA DFS seasons. They kick it off in Maui, as usual, for the Century Tournament of Champions. 39 golfers in Kapalua. We'll break it all down for your DraftKings needs and more. First off, you can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick, and my co-host is always on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing well. I'll take full blame for the... Uh... Uh, the the time off um, that was 100 my fault, but that's just a work thing. Like literally, I didn't have any energy, and I appreciate you, uh, uh, you know, letting me have a little bit of time off, dude. I mean, we've been how long have we been doing this? I know I looked back. I think it's like four years at least. Maybe I mean, close like, to five. And, <laughs> and for that while. first year, we did it every single week, and even on off weeks, we were yeah, talking we, about something. Yeah. And it, maybe for the first couple of years, I mean, in the season, the PJ season, like it just doesn't stop. You don't get any time off, extended mm-hmm. time, like. December is probably a, one month, a year, or whatever. I'm not, I mean, I'm not bitching about it, but sometimes you just kind of get like, yeah. I don't know, mentally drained. Um, and I, I feel like taking a little bit of time off. I, I did, I played a little bit in the fall, but I didn't like go heavy on anything. And so I'm ready to, uh, to get back into it here for this next season. There's nothing better than, uh, Honolulu in prime time. Yep, or, I, I guess I, it's I guess it's Maui in prime it's time. Maui. This week. It's yeah. Maui in prime time. Next week's Honolulu. Correct. Um yeah, no, I uh I play it every week, 20 matches, at least the main the normal field events. I dropped notes in Discord for those that were paying attention, but uh, I was not like hardcore into it either. Like I enjoyed the break. I took a break from baseball for like a month. Like I just, just kind of turned everything off for a bit. Yeah. Um and that's saying a lot when I take a break from baseball. So I was I, I was enjoying the break for as sure. well. So yeah. it was, it was no big, like, I love these fall events, but they're also kind of like, it's weird. Like I love having these kind of the corn fairy dudes coming on and everything, but with the lack of dudes from live, it still yeah. felt weird. Like yeah. it's like, it really depletes those tournaments. There was some, it felt like we're in the Puerto Rico open way too many times. Right. I agree, 100%, <laughs> it was yeah. kind of like where they used to be cool events now. And then they're kind of forcing big, like all of a sudden Tony Fina was winning the Houston open. Tony Fina wouldn't play the Houston open. Like let's right. like these little events. It's totally like a weird deal, but hey, it's fun. We saw like Andrew Svensson uh, won um, this, this off season. We saw a couple other dudes that, that got it done that we've been pulling for. And then some other young guys just kept putting good weeks together. So, as usual, we'll do the Century TOC. 39 golfers would have been 40. Rory didn't come, but uh, he doesn't play. He's only played this once in his career. So, we'll get to that. Um, it's no-cut event for those keeping track at home, so we don't condone cash. We'll just get that out of the way now. Like, don't be crazy. This is just literally GPP boomer bust. Um, play the, the odds games. We'll talk about strategy at the end like we always do for the no-cut events. But it's going to be fun. It's a fun field. Um, I'll just get into it, the, the course preview. It is Kapalua. It is a great golf course, a plantation course at Kapalua. It's a par 73 because there's only three par threes and four par fives, which is big. Uh, actually, five par fives, I believe. Uh, now I just said that out loud. Um, and uh, yeah, it's four, four par fives. That's right. Four par fives. But it's a super long course, but it's kind of deceptively long. It's almost 7,600 yards, but super undulating, lots of elevation changes. These are the ones where we saw DJ drive that par four and almost hole in one. It, uh, the, par, or the 18th is a 611 yard hole, easily gettable in two because both shots are like sloped so much downhill. 
um, wide, wide fairway, so you can just grip it and rip it out here. Um, greens are huge, so three-point avoidance is big. You shouldn't worry about scrambling too much because if you can't hit the greens, you're already pretty much screwed. Um, weather is usually the biggest uh, deterrent out here, but it looks like it's going to be beautiful. Uh, last year we saw – oh, sorry. I didn't give you your run. You're fine. You fast history, but we'll get there. See, this is what happens when we we'll go for a while. It's kind of <laughs> um, a little rusty. But, it, it's a, it's a it's an easy course. It's a gettable course. I'll let Jesse tell you what the scores usually are because I'll explain how easy these courses are. But the biggest thing you need to know is you can do driving distance. I don't think you need to do driving distance because the ball rolls out so much. It could help guys, but it, the fairways are so freaking wide. I think approach game is more important and uh, being able to knock in some putts and get hot with the butter, like flat stick, you know, luck is the way to go here. But we'll get into some more of that. What do you have for past event history for the Century TOC? Yeah, uh, last year, Cam Smith, now of uh, the Live Golf Persuasion, uh, shot 34 under, which is the uh, the tournament record. I, that might be the lowest ever on the PGA Tour as well. Um, one shot over John Rahm. The year before, 2021, Harris English, 25 under in a playoff over Neiman, also on the Live Tour now. Uh, 2020, uh, JT, 14 under in a playoff over Patrick Reed, Live Tour, and Xander, maybe Live Tour? Uh, 2019 was Xander, 23 under, one shot over Gary Woodland. Uh, 2018, DJ, live tour, 24 under, eight shots over uh, John Rahman. And JT's won this twice. He won again in 2017. Jordan Spieth, past champion. Um, and that, that's pretty much it as far as uh, what's pertinent to this week. Yeah, he mentioned that Jesse mentioned like Cam Smith shooting in the 34 unders. Um, most of the scores, winning scores will be in the mid 20s with the conditions the way they are. If these guys get hot, you may see 30 again. Like these guys should pepper this place. Yeah. Um, the other thing is like you'll see comparisons to TPC Deer Run and Augusta because of the elevation and the slopes there. So some guys correlate and play well there. I think this is literally like who's got the hot approach, who's got the hot putter. That's pretty much what this bill goes down to for me. The one thing I will mention. When we talk about this is um, debutantes or first-timers usually do not fare as well here. That's usually a thing. Problem is we have some really good first-timers this year, so I'm kind of like hesitant to just cross that off the list. I think we might use it as an angle here and there. I think I'd rather use the ownership numbers a little more so than the debutante thing. But um, we do have also say we have 39 golfers because you should just be the tournament of champions, obviously, in the name. But now it's if you make the final 30 in the BMW, you automatically get in. So there's like nine golfers that got in that would not have gotten in by winning last year. So keep that in mind as well. Plus, we lost some guys because of live. We could have even a bigger field, all things considered, right. this week. All right. Well, I think I covered everything as I screwed up the uh, the start there. But I think we got everything. Let's uh, let's get into the DK scoring. This is where it gets fun. We have only three guys over 10K. Uh, we have two, actually, because Rory's not in this event. Uh, Scotty Scheffler at 10-3 and John Rahm at 10,000. Jesse, who do you like up here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from an uh, like one of the good things about doing this on a Tuesday instead of on a Monday, we do have some ownership numbers in. Looks like Rom will be higher owned, maybe the highest owned in the um yeah, in in, in the whole tournament. So uh, bear that in mind. I, I do like John Rom, obviously, second here last year, has never finished outside the top ten since twenty eighteen. Um, and he's playing really good golf coming in. Uh, won the DP World Tour Championship back in November, uh, which is the last time he played. Fourth at the CJ Cup the year or the week before that, or his tournament before that, and then before that, also another win at the Open. I'm just going to say the Spanish Open. Um, just, I mean, obviously playing really good golf. It, it he's, deserves to be the highest owned. Play either one of these guys. Um, Scotty is 
you know, I, I think he's okay. He, you know, has lost his putter a little bit, and that's what is kind of sketched to me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, he played a little better towards the end, but there was a stretch there where Scotty kind of lost everything, I felt like, for a bit. So it'll be interesting. Um, one thing I will mention is we will use past stats and everything, but obviously these guys have been kind of sitting around doing the hero right. and whatnot, so we don't have all these stats and Euro stats and all that. But um, Rom's Rom. Rom's the best. We'd say it all the time. Like, literally, if I had to pick a fight, it's kind of between him and Rory right now because Rory's kind of proven that again. Uh, and Rory's not here, so it's Rom's Rom's tournament. And right now, early ownership projections have him near thirty five percent, which yeah. is a uh, there's three guys over thirty percent, and he's the highest one. But and and Scheffler could be the leverage. He's coming in at sixteen five at this point in time. So if you're spending up, which you definitely can in this kind of a field in a no cut event, Scheffler could be your pivot. But you could just take Rom and get different else. Like we always talk about, he's elite. Um, if you do look at his past times here, your second, seventh, seventh, tenth, eighth, second. So no worse than a tenth at this event in the last five years. Uh, he loves his course, plays it very, very well. So no problem going wrong. He'd probably be my first as well if I had to, to pick between the two. 9K range, though, you got JT, who you mentioned has won this twice at $9,900. Patrick Cantley at 97. Xander at 95, who has won here as well. Morikawa at 94. Finau, 93. Fitz, 91. And I will say that this is Fitz's debut at this tournament. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, Justin Thomas, two-time winner here, uh, hasn't finished outside the top five since 2018 uh, at this tournament. Um, played a little bit during the uh, the fall swing. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, he hasn't played a, a, a competitive round technically. You know, he did play with Tiger. Um and then also Charlie. played in the played father son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like, as far as like Uber competitive, I mean, those are just fun things to play in uh, since October. So it, it early in this season, it's really difficult to like go off of past stats because there's going to be equipment changes. And then there's also, you know, swing changes that guys are working on and so on and so forth. So just, I mean, more than anything else, course history for this, for this week matters. And that's why JT is number one for me there. Uh, Cantlay, he's had a pretty good run the last four years here, too, or the last three. And if you include 2018, was a decent finish. But four, 13th, fourth, the last three. And then Morikawa hasn't finished outside the top 10 here in his uh, previous three starts, which are his only three starts. So those are the three guys I'm going to focus on here out of the six. Yeah, JT's fourth in my model again. What's that really matter at this point in time? But he rates out for what I'm looking for. But uh, you mentioned his successor last four years, T5, third, first, third. That's pretty damn good. So, and we know JT. And and one thing about this tournament I didn't mention is they've upped the purses for these events. Like these boys are getting paid oh, to yeah. come here. That's why a lot of these guys, like some of these guys just don't come. And then some, now they're all coming. Like we have 17 in the top 20 in the world or uh, in this event. Um, at least, you know, factoring live guys out of the top 20 thing. Um, I'm going to phrase that every time. So I think there's got to be a way to get them back. They're still great golfers, but that's a whole other discussion for another day. Um, but JT is by far the best one up here for me. Going to be super popular. He's over the 30% threshold as well. You mentioned Cantley plays pretty well here, and so does Xander. So I don't mind any one of them. Morikawa, fifth, seventh, seventh. Like you said, nothing worse than a T7 in three events here. One thing I'll mention, as you mentioned, swing changes and equipment changes. There'll be a lot that comes out. I saw, we'll talk about Tom Kim in the next bracket. He joined Nike, so that's new. Not really equipment, though. Um, but Morikawa, he has a new stealth driver he was showcasing today. So that's something to monitor, a new driver in the bag. And Finau, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Jesse. I saw tell, it. Me your, 
Yeah, I was going to ask swing, if you saw it. Yeah. That swing. Um, I'm not he sure was what the fuck's going on there. He was hitting it well, but that looks like a dude that has like a back problem or something. Like he totally like, cut that swing in half. Like Rom does it because Rom's explained why he does it. He's got the foot and all that stuff. Like, why would Finau do this? He's one of the hottest golfers coming into the <laughs> new season. I'm not, I'm not sure. I haven't like, I, I just, I saw the video today. I mean, obviously it's one swing, so who knows? Maybe he was just practicing something in that swing. But if that's how he's going to swing now, that's drastically different than the way he was swinging. Yeah, that makes me want, like, and obviously these guys are the best of the best, and I'm not right. going to say that he couldn't walk out there and win with that swing, but it's like if you're going to grasp at straws this type of thing, it's like right. it, a new swing is going to be the easiest to find a hole in real quickly to have to fix again. So right. that's the concern I have if you have to, like, do it. But talking about the, you know, early, and, and the good thing about this event, it goes late. Like, for Jesse, he can, can be having dinner when this thing tees off. I'll be, you know, just chilling. The sun will be going down here when it tees off on Thursday. Um, so we'll get to see things change, but currently Morikawa is 17%. He's the lowest in this 9k range. And, um, you know, if you're not worried about the driver and you work and we know how good he is and how rough his season was last year, he's definitely a dude that could, would not shock anybody if he caught fire at this kind of an event. What do you, and usually, usually one of his problems is off the tee. Well, this thing's yeah, wide freaking right, open. Now. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so what do you, what, what kind of ownership you got on Cantlay at the moment? It's um at the moment he is thirty one or no he's JT's twenty seven seven Canley's thirty one two Xander's thirty one one. Yeah, I mean if you tell me that Justin Thomas is going to be less owned than those three, yeah, who are you going to play? JT for sure, hundred percent. Right. Day in and day like I I'd be cool with starting out with the JT Morikawa combo because you already got the lowest of that combo yeah. plus you have Morikawa coming in low. That and you're fading you're fading wrong, which is dicey, definitely right. dicey, but. uh I think Morikawa was a fun one just for fun since, you know, this would be a quick show if we just went through the list. You got, we're talking about in the 9K and above, you got Morikawa coming in uh, low owned and and Scheffler coming in low owned. Who would you take out of the two? Just Morikawa because of price or uh, you have a preference? Yeah. I mean, it just depends on your, probably your lineup uh, construction or whatever, but um, I would rather go Morikawa. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm leaning to. Just, just purely from the, 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 uh, the, course history i mean yeah three straight top seven or better you know that's pretty impressive to be able to get out of bed and do that and then the one guy we didn't talk about and i'll give him some love because um fitzpatrick's awesome everybody knows how much i love fitzpatrick i play him all the time usually better in not so heavy birdie events that's usually his forte that's what kind of worries me about this but he's coming in you know he's playing great obviously u.s open champion but you get to like bmw 48th uh you get to some of these events where you got to go low and he doesn't really get there. The Masters, though, he finished 14th, if you believe in that correlation. Um, he's going to come in. But 14th is like what, like six under at the Masters or something? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing. Is it's, it's a low, low thing. Right. He's only 12% projected right now, so he's super low-owned. I think I might go low-owned elsewhere. But he's a guy I'm going to look back on closer to lock and see where things are going with him because I think he's still good enough. It's just he does not go low enough to do these kind of things, and that's that's the concern with, with Fitz. Right. Um. 8K range now. You got Willie Z, 89. He was injured towards the end of last year, so someone to monitor. Almost went to live a few times, it felt like. So <laughs> we'll see where he goes. Did get a W at one point in time. Cam Young at 88. Tommy Kim, one of the hottest golfers on the planet on the fall swing at 8700 bucks. New Daddy Max Homa at 86. Victor Hovland, who won the Hero at 85. Sam Burns at 84. Sungjae, 83. Spieth, 82. Matsuyama, 81. Harmon, 8K. As you'd expect him to feel like this, Jesse, play whoever the heck you want right here. Yeah, I mean, this is a great range. Obviously, this is kind of like a major type of range, right? Because mm-hmm. you got some really, really 
really good golfers in this range. Zell Torres, I think, is playable. I'm showing that he's going to be low-owned, which kind of surprises me a little bit. Uh, I know, obviously, he's coming off the injury or whatever. Hasn't played since he WD'd from the, the BMW Championship and, and has never played this event, which, like you said before. Um, the other thing about Zell Torres is, you know, I mean, can he get a hot putter? You know, yes. I mean, he can, but is it is he the guy that I think of when I'm like, you know, birdie fest, just make every putt? Cam Young's the other guy, first time here. Um, I think he's fine. Tom Kim as well. Uh, but Max, man, at 8,600, um, another first-timer. I mean, it's just first-time range. I think he's fine. Sam Burns, dude, I feel like Sam Burns is going to have a big year, like a real big and year. He's like, coming in super low on it looks like right now. Yeah. Talk about a bomber without having to worry about <laughs> – Right, 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 right. I, I, don't know, I don't know if you've listened to it or not, but uh, No Laying Up had a really good uh, – it's supposed to be a season preview. I only got like halfway through it, and they were still talking about – last year but i mean they they have really good content to begin with but they were going through the the winners last year and you know obviously he won twice on the pga tour last year uh, i feel like it's just a matter of time before he wins a major so sam burns uh and then kind of an odd person uh brian Harmon. the only reason he finished third here in 2018 um back-to-back second place finishes in his last two events been playing well a short hitter um you know, Brian Harmon, but he can get a, a hot putting stroke going. His ownership is a, a little bit more inflated than what I would like, but either way, I, I think Harmon is kind of sneaky here. I mean, my two favorite ones are going to be Burns and Harmon. Yeah. With with like, the three or four, you know, debutantes above that. Yeah, it's weird because, like, Cam Young, Bomber. Um, Kim, like, the thing is, if I had to pick it between Zaldtoris, Young, and Kim, I'm picking Kim. I think everybody's doing that, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I pick my logic behind it and take it for what you wish is it's been a first time for him everywhere he's gone. It's and true. he has just not stopped him one bit. Yeah. Like he's just running through everything, even the big fields. He was on the FedEx Cup playoffs. He was dominating. Like it did not matter to him at all. So that kind of pushes. Like he went to the President's Cup for Christ's sake. Like <laughs> the dude came out of nowhere. Um, so he, I kind of lean him out of that group. As talent-wise, form-wise, kind of give a shit-wise. Like you can tell he obviously wants to keep getting it done. Um, he's not comfortable at all. So I think that's an interesting move there. I'm always a Max Homa fan. Kind of, you know, he had the baby. The hero was ugly, but the hero, he, who, who knows if he even cared about that? He was playing golf with Tiger Woods. Like, I don't think, you know his personality. He probably gave zero shits about <laughs> playing the hero. So right. uh, he, he could be a fun one, too. But I love the Burns call. Like, you know, again, model doesn't matter. But over the last 24 rounds that I have on this, He's first in putting in this field. He's sixth in the proximity you're looking for. Um, seventh in three putt avoidance, which you want. You don't want to get those bogeys. You want at least two putt or better. Uh, he's bringing and he just bombs the ball. So I think Burns is a great call. Um, I like the Harmon calls for some use correlations. TBC Deer Run, where John Deere is, he dominates that course. So that's a great spot for him. The ones I'll mention though, Sung Jay's coming in super popular. He's a great fit. He's going to be like people are talking about him a ton. When you look at his projected ownership, he's 22.5. He's the highest in this range. So, I got him at 28 and a half. Oh, he's even higher in yours. Yeah. And yeah, like he's everywhere I turn, he's like the cover boy or the like the guy with their highlighting everywhere. So, and I get it. I get it. When he's hot, like he could easily and he can go low. He's a bird, he's a par five machine. I, so, I, I will say one of the lessons we've learned over the last couple of years is just because somebody's high on doesn't mean you don't play him. Yeah. Every, cause yeah, you know? there's so much good content out there. They're popular for a reason. Yeah. Like, there's way too much information now mm-hmm. available at people's fingertips. 
there's a reason why people are popular. And we talk about yeah. it all the time here, like play the chalk and then get different elsewhere. Yeah. It's more difficult in this type of event. And in a no-cut event, I would lean more towards like let's fade the guy who's going to be high on. Yeah. But for future reference, like I've decided this year I'm just going to play all the damn chalk. So you probably want to fade it really. Yeah. In this, <laughs> well, in this field, possibly. Now, um, the two that I'm kind of going to – Spieth is there. Spieth, we know, plays great at Deer Run, plays great at Augusta. He's actually third in this field in par five over the last 24 rounds, which you want to torch the past par winner. fives. Past winner. He's played really great here. So he's a guy still has decent projected ownership, so he's not going under the radar, like I'd hope. Could be interesting. The guy I always come to when he's low-priced and projected low ownership because I'm a sucker for a guy that I know that can get hot with his irons, that's a Deki Matsuyama at 8100 bucks. Like, I always sit there, I look at him. If he's going to come in low on this dude, one of the freaking masters, he's one of the best golfers in the world. He yeah. scuffles, like, he scuffles. We know he does, but he's also a guy you can see just turn it on at any given moment. So, like, when we talk about getting different, to me, that's where I get different. A guy yeah. that I know can win, not like picking the 6K guy that struggles. That's he had a thing. really good run the first three years here, third, third, second, and fourth in his first three appearances. I guess the only really, like, is his neck okay or whatever? Yeah, see, I don't know. That, yeah. That's that's the million. And that's that why he's going to be low on. Yeah, that's all the questions we have. Like these guys, Willie Z's knee. How's Willie Z's knee doing? Like Hideki's sure. neck. We don't know any of this. Like, because yeah, that's the one thing we complain about all the time is where's the beat reporters in golf? Where are you guys at? <laughs> like, really? Like, you guys are all over there. We see you guys in the pretty pictures. Like, right. get some ask ask the questions, figure yeah. it out. So, right. um, that's where I'd go. That that's the one that intrigues me is Hideki eighty one hundred bucks because Harmon's more popular than I thought he'd be. Speed's getting ownership. M's getting a ton. No one's really playing Hideki. So that stands out a bit for me. 7K range. We'll do it all together. Horschel at 79. Connor 78. Henley 77. Adam Scott at 76. Keegan 75. Aaron Wise at 74. Thigala 73. Power 72. Straka 71. KH Lee 7K. We're going to start seeing more and more debutantes as we move down, of course. But what do you like in this range? Uh, Russell Henley. Uh, decent course history here. He hasn't played here since 2018, but 17th that year. 2015 finished third, 27th uh, the year before that. So they got that third place finish in, in 2015, which is what really sticks out. He, he won this past fall. Um, I loved him at the CJ Cup and did not play him at that WWT, whatever the fuck that was. Um, and, he, and he goes bogey free and, and wins the tournament. So uh, Russell Henley, I think, is playable. Adam Scott, man, I mean, yep. played here four you. times. Um, you know, has, a, has one, uh, one finish inside the top ten. Played a lot uh, in the fall, at least a lot for Adam Scott. I think he's playable. Tigala, talk about him every week. I'm just, I just play him. He's kind of just an auto play for me. Come off a second place finish at the RSM, but he's never played here. He he also won that uh, that, that partner at QBE, QBE, correct? Yes, he's that's correct. QBE shootout. Him and Tom Hogue. I think so. Yeah, he's got a belt. Uh, and then last is is KH Lee. He just kind of tends to show up in these uh, birdie fest events. He did finish 33rd here last year, which was his first appearance. Um, and has played well in the fall swing. So uh, KH Lee is, is another guy who's on my my radar there, 7,000. Now, when we say fade chalk, this is where I'd fade Seamus powered over 20%. Um, this is where like, and I, yeah, Seamus can play, but if I got to pick my chalk to play and chalk to fade, this is where I start fading chalk. So yeah, just keep that in mind, people. He's I got him at 22.4. See, I got him at 18, and then they got Aaron Wise at 23. And see, that's what sucks because I have Wise at 17.3, and I like Wise a lot. I, I mean, really it's do. probably in that range. I mean, I think probably, yeah. you know, 17 to 25 maybe for, for a while. And I don't know what 
the updated Fantasy National because like, it said it's so far away. This could have been like a first look thing. But Wise, I like a lot. Um, I think this a Heath call is very good, especially if he's going to come in lower owned. I like that a lot. Coming in playing great golf, always grinder. We know we can go low. We know that for a fact. We've seen it many, many times. And great at three-putt avoidance, which is what we care about. Um, other guys I got in this range, I like the Adam Scott call a ton. Another guy coming in low. So uh, Scott and Thigala would be kind of my two guys I'd really look to target. But, you know, Cage Lee's coming in super low. He loves those TPC courses. He can go low on the with the best of them at these kind of events. So this is definitely a range where you can start to get different, start to differentiate, eat some chalk up top, and have some fun down below. Uh, 6K range, small range. Mackenzie Hughes at 69, JT Post in 68, Stalling 66. Did you see the Scott Stallings thing, by the way? Yeah, I did. Pretty good. Yes. Uh, Tom Mahogi at 65, Svensson at 64, Reeve 63, Spawn 63, Molinak 62, List 62, Brem 61, Ramey 6K. What do you like down here if you're going down here? Yeah, I'm going to try to avoid it if at all possible. I think JJ Spawn is playable at 63. Um, yeah, he had a pretty good fall swing there. Uh, back-to-back top team, uh, top 15 finishes. Obviously, was a, a winner this past year on, on tour. Um, I think he's okay. And then Mullinax at 62 as well. He did WDs last time. I'm not really 100% sure on that. But um, anybody down here is going to be low-owned. Looks like Ches Reeve would be super low-owned and, and Brim and, and Ramey. I mean, you know, these are types of guys that maybe if you're playing 20 or 150 lineups, you're just sprinkling a few of them in. Um, I don't have any hot takes on anybody down here and don't really love anybody. Yeah, most of them, when you come down here, past history isn't ideal. Most of them haven't played here before. Right. Um, so you kind of got both those things going against you. But if you have to look at certain guys, I like in, in events like this, Tom Hoagie coming in playing well. He's first in the proximity range. Like He's a great iron player, phenomenal iron player. So if he can find the fairways, which he should just fine, he could be a fun one if he gets the hot putter. Uh, I don't mind him. If you want to get frisky, but you know, avoiding putting. List is a guy that can bomb one, but... Yeah, that could be trouble with the putter. Um, so pretty much I want a hoagie. And if you think Scott Stallings can keep that form going, we saw. That's a dude. He was playing phenomenal golf towards yeah. the end. Phenomenal golf. So he could be another one to look at. And if you're looking at ownership down here, Svensson's coming in chalk. Hoagie's coming in massive chalk. And Mullinex. Because Mullinex finished good, too, in the fall swing. He played really, really well. So pretty much the guys that were, were playing well are getting the love. Uh, so work around those three and take whoever you want, pretty much. Otherwise, 7K and above for the most part for me. All right, recapping things, Jesse, as we do as always. Let's just uh, let's just combine 9K and 10K <laughs> together because we all want John Rom in the 10K range. Right. So let's just do 9K range. We just skip the 10K. We want John Rom. Yeah. 9K range. Who are you taking? Uh, JT. Yeah. If I'll let you, JT would be my pick, but I'll to be, make a second pick for the listeners. I'll go with uh, Morikawa. That really is his tournament history because I'm with you on with the, the time off and everything, current form. I think past event is huge in this one. So give me Morikawa. Uh, 8K range. Who do you got? Uh, Burns. I love Burns too. We're on the same page on this one. So um, if I don't go Burns, I guess I'll take my stand on Decky. I think that's scary. That's to be determined. That's in the Discord, folks. I'm going to say it right now because if something comes out news wise, that's going to change quickly. But if it's not Decky, I'll, I'll take two. Tom Kim. I think he's still the real deal. Uh, 7K, who you got? Uh, KH Lee. Okay. You went different there. Good. Um, I'll go Adam Scott. I like, I like that move a lot down there. And then 6K if you got to go. Let's say Spawn. 
I'll go with Stallings just because Hoagie's so chalky. Like that's 22.5% projected, maybe different elsewhere, but that's a lot of chalk for 6K guy. So I'll go with Stallings on that one. All right, um, we're not doing cash. If you're building a GPP lineup, Jesse, who are three guys you think you'd start out with? I got JT, KH Lee, and Burns. I'll go with Morikawa, Matsuyama, and Adam Scott. Pencil around it, even though like I think Burns is – we're about to get to where I want to see what Burns' numbers are. Um, any final thoughts before we do DK picks, DraftKings like, picks to win? No. All right. Let's get into the picks to win as uh, I have them pulled up here. And on a small field like this, you'd imagine the odds aren't great, which they aren't. But Burns at 22 to 1 yep. stands out big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I like Burns there um, at that number. Um, you know, it, it's this is a difficult uh, field to bet because it's so small. And I mean, with John Rahm at six and a half to one, that just limits the rest of everybody else. I mean, JT at 11 to one, in my opinion, is, is not horrible in this field. It's right. not bad. Um, one thing I'll point out, because a lot of people like to compare prices to DraftKings prices to yeah. um, odds. Hideki and um, Aaron Wise are the same, not priced the same on DK. Yeah. So that's something to kind of keep in mind. Um, the market thinks Wise should be higher as well. So maybe there's something there, but um Tommy Kim at 25. I just, that guy, I wouldn't be shocked. Let's put it that way. Uh, where was the other? Adam Scott at 45. I think he's in for something this year. So he's trying, he wants to play a lot more golf. And if he's focused on playing golf, actually, he's a pretty damn good golfer. So that's, uh, yep. that'll be interesting to see. Cause in the past, it was like, ah, oh, he plays like seven events a year, flies his private jet around, shows up, you know, finishes T20 and walks away. Right. Um, now he cares. So there's something to this. I don't know if he's losing sponsors, like no watches or, Speaking of which, is Justin Rose not in the top 30 anymore? I just dawned on me right now. No. Is he, he went that bad last year. Yeah. You mean OWGR? Yeah. Because this is all top 30 guys from the BMW. And well, I mean, it's not, so it's not by world ranking, but he definitely didn't make the top 30 as far as. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out where he is now. The FedEx, for sure, he wasn't in the top 30. Right. But man, he's falling quick. I just thought sponsors because Adam Scott's always sponsored out. And next he's down to 76th in the world. Wow. When's he going to live? <laughs> he likes I, money. We know this. We yeah, know he likes money. I think he already took the stance against it, though, if I remember correctly. Um, Probably because he likes his sponsors more. You know, his watches he's, and all that he's other making, stuff. He's on every other damn commercial. So That's true. Yeah. Probably wants to keep that going. You know who we need at this event? They need a sponsor's exemption. Like, Ricky Fowler needs to be in Hawaii at all times. Just going to throw <laughs> it out there. Just, like... At least, at least let him do the coursework with Smiley Kaufman now, so the boys can follow the the guys that are still playing good golf. Ricky started playing better golf for the yes in the fall. Yeah. He started playing much better golf. He's so, not in the top. He's not in the top one hundred anymore. Oh no, no, he's not. But he started well, playing not to fall out of the top one hundred. Yeah, and he started playing good towards the end of the like too. So that'll be a fun year. Like uh, Sony next week, uh, we'll talk about it then. But usually, guys that play this event fare much better at the Sony more often than not. But that'll be our first full field event cut event coming up. Yeah, always a fun one. Always, I'll never forget when they had the bomb scare and almost uh, people were in their bathtubs and stuff. That was a wild one. But this is the week we get to see like um, JT and uh, Spieth and the canoes out at the the kayaks and stuff and all that cool stuff because they're loving life and the plantation course and you know all that good stuff. But I'm with you. Any final thoughts as we uh, wrap up Century TOC? No cut event. Like have fun with it, but 
I'm revving up for Sony. I'm, I, I reserve a three max. I'm going to play three max this week, and then yeah. I'll, I'll rev up for Sony next week. I think it's kind of the way to go. You just kind of, uh, you know, wouldn't dump a whole lot of bankroll into it. Um, but we also have uh, Junkies Golf League, if anybody's interested in, in getting into that. I've retweeted it. I'm sure you've retweeted it. Um, so it's on Twitter, and it's basically just a uh, season-long DraftKings uh, deal. The rules are up there and good payouts and all that kind of stuff. So it's a lot yep. of fun. It's the OG. It's the original. You guys yep. started. Uh, and Bubba started. fresh off a second place finish in football. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun. I've, I've done two years ago. I did well in golf, not so much last year. So we'll start I've never done well in it. So try to get back. Well, I have a strategy that's starting to work in both these formats. So we'll see if it continues on. But um, yeah, we'll have some fun with it. And uh, if you guys have any questions, ask either one of us. We'll help you out there. But uh, more importantly, check out Jesse on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. I'm at BD Entrick, and this was the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast. Catch you guys later. Oh,